The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is July 21st, 2015, and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, by the way, good morning. Not, good morning. Uh, if you haven't checked out our Patriot package, you have to do so. This is a very big part of our heritage. We also think that you'll agree that our heritage is slowly drifting away, and we can't allow that to happen. This was created to help educate the American people, and it's a one-of-a-kind package that contains timeless documents that brings our history to life. It's the perfect gift for family, friends, a great fundraiser for schools, clubs, or organizations, special events, and by the way, birthdays, just in case uh, mine's next month. Hey, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. And according to uh, uh, Bill Richard, uh, he's the founder, um, and he said sales have more than doubled in the last two weeks, and thanks for everyone for doing that. By the way, it, all that all, all that money is donated to, to uh, veteran service organizations. Okay. Joining me today as co-host, we have Staff Sergeant Jim Kluge. He served 19 months in Vietnam and is a Purple Heart recipient. He now holds the position of National Historian for the Military or the Purple Heart. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. All right. You know, Jim, I don't know how you feel, but, you know, I have a quick note here. Uh, fact is, you know, um, as Americans, we have to understand that our next election is going to be the most important election in the history of the United States of America. Yep. If you think I'm wrong. You're not doing your homework. We, the people, have the power to choose the best qualified person for the job, and we also have the power to vote them out when they're not doing their job. I believe one of the weakest links in our country today are our negotiators. We need leaders that would have some of the most powerful negotiators that ever existed. One of the other important things is to listen uh, from, you know, as our candidates are talking. Listen to what they're saying. Make sure that they're talking about the nation's problems, what they really are, and make sure they present a solution that works. Feel free to respond on our blog section of the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And Jim, why don't you go ahead and tell them about last week's show, just a reminder. You bet. Uh, if you missed last week's uh, show, it was a great one. Be sure to listen to it on our archive section on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Last week, we interviewed Bridget 
Cornyn, CEO of Ars Bellum Foundation. And the mission of Ars Bellums is to provide clinical art therapy programs for veterans and their families with PTSD and also related mental health conditions that result from trauma from their service. And then showcase that artwork uh, in their Beyond the Battlefields art exhibit to raise awareness and educate the public about the realities of our soldiers that they face when they come home. And again, like I mentioned, if you missed it, please go to American Heroes Network network archive show the first chance you get oh, definitely definitely yes. and uh you know today's show is going to be a little bit different than normal uh, we're having uh, actually uh three different organizations on uh two of them telling about uh what their updates as far as events going on for over the summer months and also uh we're having uh jeff kendrick executive director for the maryland center for Veterans Education and Training, also known as McVet, telling about uh, a new uh, thing they have rolling here uh, out of Maryland. And, and, and welcome, Jeff. Uh, welcome. Thanks, thanks, Gary. Thanks. And how are you doing, Jim? Glad to see hey. you guys uh, you get a chance for me to come back and talk to you again. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, Absolutely. definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and, and give us uh, just a brief history of McVet and let them know sure that for sure that this is not part of McDonald's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know that the name the name sort of I mean it's perfect. It's it's a perfect. Well, name. yeah, the, 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 it sure. does kind of throw people off with the McVet, but uh, the acronym, of course, is Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training uh, Program, a nonprofit organization now that's been open for twenty years. And uh, started by four, four veterans who uh, saw a need in the city of Baltimore for services for military veterans who were roaming the streets at night and had no place to go. Petitioned the city. Wow. city granted uh, these gentlemen a building, which was uh, located not very far from City Hall itself, and uh, had 12 veterans come into the program in its original inception. Uh, and since that day, we've had 9,000 veterans walk through our door. Wow. That's amazing. That is, Jeff. What what a need! I mean, I and I we we understand that here on the West Coast. Uh, I, and I, as I've traveled to DC, I didn't recognize why there was such a heavy concentration of veterans there. And until lately, I didn't recognize that the uh, services uh, they actually want to bring them towards those center areas, uh, like like what you've got going. And so they bring in the veterans to that area to get that. Uh, those benefits, but that that place is incredible. Uh, how many do you serve daily, Jeff? I mean, on the average today. Well, uh, we we have a capacity of 250 beds, and when I say beds, wow. emergency shelter, transition housing, and SRO. Uh, right now, currently, our status is our current census is at about 180. Uh, within during the summer months, our numbers tend to go down as as more veterans may be out seeking employment and may be out on the streets and not ready to come into a program such as ours. Uh, one of the things we have found, of course, is that uh, uh, being in the the DMV, the District District of Columbia, Maryland, and Vet in Virginia, that since there are so many military installations in this area, you seem to have much much larger military population. And unfortunately wow. for us, some of the younger veterans may be separating from the military at that time and just happen to stay uh, sequestered in this area. So that's where we usually find the need for guys coming through our doors. And when I say guys, please forgive me. I do mean men and women. Right, yeah. definitely have to specify that for sure. Um, now, how many square feet do you have? I, I mean, I remember you telling telling us about it, but uh, it just reminds our listeners that this location is huge, isn't it? It is. It is. We have one hundred ten thousand square feet. 
Uh, and, and really, wow. it's, uh, if you have an opportunity, if you visit our website, www.mcbet.org, you can take a, an actual look at our facility and see that uh, we utilize every bit of that space. Uh, 50 beds in our emergency shelter. We have over 120 beds in our uh, transitional housing. And then we have a 79 individual single room area we call our SRO, which is single room occupancy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, Jeff, uh, you just mentioned this about typically we think that they're all guys out there. But what's the demographics of uh, women to uh, men that you're uh, able to serve and are serving right now? And, and, and that's a great question. And, and unfortunately for us, we, out of our 250-bed facility, we have 19 units available for women. And uh, it's timely that you would also bring that up because we find that if there is an unrepresented portion of the homeless veteran population, it is our women veterans. And we find that there should be uh, more facilities provided for women. because, and, and, of course, that takes in line the fact that you have homeless veterans who are out on the streets right now with families. And usually it may be the, the woman who may be the person that is left to be the care provider for the, for the, uh, for the children. So what we found is that, and that is one of the things McVeigh is trying to branch into into the future, is uh, on another facility similar to what we have here, but to be able to provide it for more for more uh, more structured more structured environment for the women veterans and of course those homeless veterans who have family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do you qualify for the single room occupancy? Well, for us, it's, it's by going through our continuum of care. Um, uh-huh. it, it, once you've gone and been in our program for twelve months, you're then eligible for the single-room occupancy, because by then you've been vetted within the program. You usually have uh, an employment or you're taking a full college load, and it means you need a little bit more flexibility, a little more elbow room, because we have a very uh, structured program with uh, lights on at 5.30, child served at a certain time, just like being back in basic training. Then from then you're going to uh, your, your specialty school for MOS. It's kind of like the same kind of gradual step through the program. So by the time you get to the SRO, you pretty much are, have come out of basic training and technical training. Now you're ready to go to school and work, and you just need a different type of environment. One of the other things we found is that most of the residents who go into the SRO are fully employed. Boy, wow. Jeff, that's amazing. That's amazing. So what about emergency? I mean, I typically think of the cold winters there that you folks have to go through. And, oh, yes. uh, so pretty. Uh, we've been there and we've watched individuals sleeping on the air vents, uh, you know, for the exhaust vents for large uh, structures uh, with those kind of throwaway blankets that they uh, give away. What have you got there for emergency drop-ins? Oh, great. We, what we have here is uh, we can expand our program for an additional 60 beds. And uh, during the winter months, we have a period what is called code blue. Temperatures get uh, 20 degrees or colder. And we'll let everybody come in off street. Now, even though we are more a veteran-specific facility, we open our doors up for any any person that's homeless that's on the streets at that night can come in and stay in our shelter, uh, stay in that particular portion of the program, stay during the duration of the cold blue period, and not only just stay here but be clothed, fed, and and showered. So they get the same kind of uh, same kind of living conditions that we get for our military veterans, but we will not close our door. So you're right. When we have some brutal winters up here in Baltimore on the East Coast, and of course we open up our doors and have everybody come through the door, and we're glad that we're able to do that. Right, boy, that's amazing. Yeah, Jeff, it seems like this is the first time I've you know not the first time I heard about you guys, but uh, uh, the first time I heard about an organization that covers all of this. Are there other uh, organizations throughout the U.S. that also do this? 
Well, unfortunately, you know not all housed in one facility like I. There are there are other units and other organizations throughout the United States that may offer portions of the particular program that we offer. But within our 110,000 square foot facility, we offer everything inside of here, from uh, medical care, uh, very very structured case management, and then after that, we have an offer employment services, and even toward the end result of our, we try to find housing for the individuals that come through our program. Um, a two-year program for a person that comes through our door, and the average stay here is about 18 months. Wow. Jeff, again, that's just uh, that's phenomenal what you're doing. Uh, you're filling a, uh, a need that is literally life and death for our veterans. We, we'd like to think so. We, we, it's a labor of love for the staff that we have here. Uh, we have a staff of 47 employees. Over 70% of those employees are veterans themselves. So they have an affinity and, and a love for taking care of veterans that come through our door. And, in fact, we've even started a new segment of the program, which is our census committee, which, is, uh, which has been tasked with going out and finding those veterans. Because I have to tell you, Gary, based on uh, the last time I did a segment with you guys, um, we had what an outpour of contacts we had you know, via, the, uh, via our, our website, via our Facebook page. I mean, That's as soon as great. I hung up, hung up the phone and got off the phone with you guys, I mean, it was just people from all over the nation were giving us calls, asking us, wow. you know, hey, we didn't know about your program. Uh, how can I get veterans to your program? So we, we saw the need to form a census committee to find out ways to reach out to the, to the nation and let them know that our doors are open. And if you know of a homeless veteran, send them to us, or we'll make arrangements to try to get them here to our doors. Wow. Well, thank thank you for the compliment. Uh, that's great. That's great to hear. You had so many so many interested people, and finding out for the first time something like this is available. Yeah. Wow. Okay. wow. You know, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our sponsor advertising page to see businesses that support our veteran communities. Just be sure to support them back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, 
please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jeff Kendrick from McVet. And Jeff, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the Census Outreach Team. Is this something new? It, it, is, a, it is a new aspect within our, our program itself. Uh, what we've done is uh, we have a staff, and I, I must mention that our board of directors has also gotten involved. They have a Census Committee also. But what mm-hmm. we found was the fact that we know that even though uh, there has been a reduction in the number of homeless veterans on the streets, it's still startling to know that right now it's estimated that there's about 35,000 homeless veterans still in the United States that still need services. So what we've wow. done is, as a census committee, is, is put together a group who is trying to find ways to in, engage the public, to notify the nation that uh, our program exists, our services are available, and if they happen to encounter a veteran who they know could benefit from a program like ours. And when I say benefit, I'm saying that as a person that we want to make productive again to reach out and contact us, and then we'll take it from there and try to make arrangements to to get that veteran to come through our doors. And I have to tell you that we have veterans in our program currently that are from throughout the United States, from as far out on the West Coast as California, and then we go as far up the East Coast as Massachusetts that are in our doors as we speak. Wow, that's phenomenal. Amazing. Now, you have a new program, don't you, uh, that's going to reach nationally? Well, what, we've, what we're attempting to do, and this is something that we're trying to engage, and it, I guess, can we say this like a top-secret project for us? Um, okay, we, are attempting uh, well, now. Well, we won't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay, well, well let's, let's see. Uh, we, quiet as it's kept, we are, we are now engaged in attempting to expand our model and when I say expand our model is to expand it to the aspect of trying to find, and we've got a pretty good line. One of the members of my board of directors is a contractor who is currently working on a contract where he's going to build some uh, apartments. And apartments will be in close proximity to where we're actually located. And once these apartments are completed, that will allow us to be able to house not only more women veterans, but homeless veterans and their family members, and they'll still be located within close proximity of our facility, which will allow them to be, be know that their families are being well taken care of during the day, because in the surrounding community there are schools, there are libraries, and there are department stores, grocery stores, and that they can come and partake of the facilities and services offered at McVet, and in the evening go back to their families. So that is what we're looking for in the future, and we are aggressively mar- marching toward that, that, that campaign and that goal. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, how do people get a hold of you? Through uh, various ways, and that's one of the great things that the Census Committee has done. They have started to make a street outreach card, a census card that they found. And, and I'd like to tell your listening audience, you, you happen to see that veteran that's out on the corner that has that card, say, you know, homeless veteran, uh, and you're asking for a spare dollar or a dime or something, and you, you, take, you, know, you take the time to actually accommodate them that we'd like you to keep in mind that uh, our program is available. So one of the things we ask is that for your, your listeners to, to visit our website, which is www.mcvet.org, and you can reach out and contact us. And also on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash mcvet.baltimore, there are ways to reach out and engage us. And uh, what we found is we have a very good partnership with some of the local veterans VA hospitals that have uh, shuttle buses that run from city to city to city. And so 
regardless of where that veteran may be located, we can make arrangements to get them to our doors. We have an outreach team that is formed now here within our staff. They've gone out to Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Delaware, Pennsylvania. They've gone up into Ohio to reach out to those veterans and just to engage the other shelters and other, let's say, other facilities that have homeless individuals to find out if there are veterans there and are they interested in coming into our program. So besides the fact that we have, we sit behind our desk all day, we've also got teams out in the surrounding states looking for veterans who may need our services. That's fantastic. So as far as the, the program itself, um, uh, yeah, the rooms, the, the single uh, rooms again, uh, would that be something if a female uh, vet has children? Well, right now, in our single room occupancy, they're, they're similar to the uh, college dorm style room. Okay. And so, unfortunately, that's, there's not enough room and accommodations for um, a female to bring her family members in. Uh, so what we've done is we found other facilities here in the, in the city of Baltimore that even though, and, and this is a good thing about what we do here at McVet, a person comes to our door that needs our services. If we uh-huh. cannot accommodate them here, we will find another facility for them. Our, our goal is not to let that person be released back out to the street. So, okay, McVet may not be able to meet your needs, but we'll find you another facility that will. And so if a, a female veteran shows up or a veteran shows up with their family, we'll find another place for them to be accommodated just so we make sure that the end goal is that here's a veteran who served his country and they need services. That's great. That's Boy, great. Jeff, uh, you know, you uh, we talk about that, uh, what, 1783, General Washington said that uh, the way by which our uh, youth today look to see how we treat those that have served will directly be proportional to how that youth of again today are willing to serve in the future. And uh, what you're doing is bringing the real, uh, real uh, a light to that, Jeff, and uh, to help those that are really in need. Well, you've got to be proud of the effort, and I'm proud of your effort. Well, well, thank you, and 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 that is what you know. What I've found, and and what you'll find here at McBet, that the majority of the staff that is here, uh, we did not seek to to start to work in a nonprofit organization to provide service for homeless veterans. I know by trade, you know, I'm a military retiree from the Air Force, and I worked in communications, so I, I had no no background in providing the type of services. In fact, prior to coming through the doors of McBet, I didn't even put homeless and veterans together in the same sentence. Uh, but but once you get here, and then the fact that you know that you're helping your fellow man and a person that was right there on the battle lines with you, that uh, served just as well as you served, but due to some kind of uh, change in their life, they, they ended up being homeless. But yet, because they're a military veteran, and because of the freedoms that you and I afford, it's just that we cannot turn our back on them, and so we should help them in any way we see possible. And that's what we find with the majority of people that here are within our program. Wow. Now, I, I'm, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but is there, if I walked in that door, would I have to qualify in any way to, to uh, be part of this? Uh, to, uh, say that I'm, I, I needed just a meal for that day, or, or you accept anybody that walks in as far as we that? We, we, well, and, and basically what we do is uh, if a person comes in and they tell us they're a veteran and they don't have that DD-214 with them, we still right. will be able to do the research to find out if they have the qualifications necessary to qualify as a veteran, and they can stay with us while we do the research. If a person wants to come in just for the day to get out of the elements, we have what we call a drop-in center. It allows the veterans to come in, get a shower, shave, and a bite to eat, and it gets them out of the elements for the day. At that time, we try to engage them to see if we can get them to come into the program, but some choose not to. But at least for that day, they get some respite out of the elements. Like right now, Baltimore, 
we're uh, extremely, uh, extremely hot day today. So uh, we've already opened up our doors, and we have what people come in on the drop-in. They just come in, stay with us for the day until about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and they'll go right back out again. However, they may decide to come in the program. But to get in our program, you answer two central questions. Mm-hmm. Are you a veteran, and are you homeless? Answer an affirmative of those two questions, and then the process begins. Wow, 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 wow. <clears throat> Amazing. You know, there's another unique aspect of this also, is that uh, we know that based on, you know, the character of service, the type of discharge, that some people may not be able to get the services that they normally would receive. But that is very unique in the fact that um, regardless, honorably discharged, dishonorably discharged, um, you're still able to come through our doors and receive the service. And one of the new facets we've got within our uh, program is we've got some benefit counselors here, one retired Army, one retired Navy, and one of the things they do is work on discharge upgrades to help an individual try to get that upgrade so they can start to receive services from the VA hospitals. And so we've got guys that are in our staff that are working on those aspects right now. All right. You know what else, Jeff, uh, as far as qualifying, uh, I had a story where I, I met a veteran and uh, asked him if he ever signed up for the VA. Uh, and he said no, and I want to stress this, guys. Uh, it's very, very important that you sign up for the VA, whether, you're gonna, whether you say you're going to use it or not. It's, uh, you need to sign up for it. Um, but uh, no, he didn't sign up for the VA, and uh, opening his wallet, he pulled out his choice card saying, I have that coverage. Uh, so there's a little bit of confusion there, but maybe that might be a qualifier too. As far as show me your 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 uh, VA choice card, uh, you know, knowing that they're a vet, uh, you can't beat that. That's another qualifying point. No, you you cannot. And and then Jim probably can relate more to this. I have a, a when my first aspect when I came here, I've been working here now for over twelve, thirteen years. Um, I met a gentleman who came through who was a Vietnam era veteran. Did not even know that he qualified for veterans benefits through the VA. Turned out after we did research and then filed a claim for him for his pension and compensation, he had actually been uh, in an Agent Orange area. And uh, through our research, we were, able to, we were able to get him 100% disability that he actually uh, afford, that he's gotten to this day. And that would have never happened. He was homeless, came through our program. We did the research for them. Uh, found out for this particular gentleman who was a Marine that uh, he did qualify. He ended up getting this disability. He is no longer in our program, but he has now got his own home, living very comfortably, and that all started by the coming through our doors. Wow. Can't beat that. Yeah. Now, on your site, uh, people can donate, correct? Yes, they can. Okay. And, uh, again, uh, do you do events? We do. Uh, actually, right. this it? Saturday, we are uh-huh. having uh, our annual alumni day. It's where all of our veterans come back. And it's a day for them to come back and be recognized to meet other veterans who are now coming through our program. And uh, just a chance to have a big picnic, barbecue, family members come back, some of our old staff members, some of our current staff members come back, just a day to relax and play a lot of games. So we have an alumni day this Saturday here in Baltimore. Our main uh, fundraiser that we have is our 5K, 10K run, which we do every Memorial Day weekend. Uh, which we just finished here this last past Memorial Day weekend, and we had over 800 runners that actually participated. And our ultimate goal is, uh, of course, this year, the race committee is starting to form. They'll start again in uh, September to form, and our goal this year is 1,000 runners who come out and just have a good time, 5K, 10K. It is a competitive race, of course, because you have military people involved. But nonetheless, it's the camaraderie of, of men and women who have served and those who have come out to help those who have served that just turns out to be a really fun event for all involved. 
That's that's great. That's great. Now we only have a couple minutes left, uh, Jeff. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show. But what would you like to share with our listeners in, in uh, closing? Well, Gary, once again, I do appreciate the fact that you would let me come on once again and talk about our program. But I, I would definitely say to your listening audience that. Uh, there are homeless veterans on the streets of America as we speak. Right now, there's a homeless veteran that's probably out on a corner somewhere with a sign asking for a handout. Uh, what we should do as a country, as a nation, is remember that these are men and women proudly served our nation, and they are deserving of another chance. And if you believe, like I do, that they are deserving of another chance, and there are things that we can do as a country, as a nation, and as a people, then I ask you to, to help programs like McVet. And uh, you see that person, yes, they can use that handout, but there's a, probably something that needs to be fixed. And if you can uh, take the time to find out their story and take the time to maybe help them find a program, if it, I don't care if they're in Chicago, wherever they happen to be, somebody out there somewhere can do service for that individual. And, and let's do that. I think we owe it to the people that, that allowed us the freedoms that we have today. And we, as, we cannot turn our backs on them, and we should continue to help them in any way possible. 100% right. Yep. Well, again, we, we really appreciate it, Jeff. Um, you have a great day, and yep. uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Okay. I'll see you, Jeff. All right. All right. Thank you very well, much. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Now, don't forget to visit our heroes, the American Heroes Radio Archive Library of Radio Shows. We have created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly uh, live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back to the segment. We have Anita Dominguez uh, from the Military Families and Survivors First. Good morning, Anita. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good, good. Well, why don't, why don't you just remind, I know we didn't have you on that long ago, but why don't you go ahead and remind our listeners what exactly your organization does. Okay. Um, well, um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. Um, we are Military Families and Survivors First, and our mission is to provide financial resources and referrals to survivors of our service members, um, their families, and uh, with a primary goal of mitigating certain challenges that they may encounter, which impacts on their resiliency in pursuing a productive and fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about, um, I don't think we really got into resiliency um, last time, but I, I would like to mention something about that. Oh, definitely. Um, when it comes to resilience, um, referring to uh, survivors, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Um, here, it's, it's the capacity to, to be able to respond and adjust to the adverse circumstances and stressors related to a soldier's death. And so it's a mix of many factors um, in which I mentioned the last time that there is no one right pathway uh, for survivors to adopt uh, adapt to a life to a loss. Wow, uh, yeah. you it's know, individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. it's all individual, right? And how long have you been around the organization? Uh, we've been around. <laughs> we're, <laughs> I didn't mean you. I would never. <laughs> we're rather <laughs> we're rather new. Uh, we've been around um, two years, uh, but we're growing aggressively, growing. <laughs> Uh, well, that's, good. that's good. And, and Anita, Anita, okay. you're in San Antonio, uh, Texas, are you not? Yes, we're we're in San Antonio, and um, we're close to Joint Base San Antonio, which used to be Fort Sam Houston, Texas. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, is uh, there's your referrals? Uh, you deal with wounded. Uh, physically and uh, the trauma from combat uh, is immense in deployment. And I think now what we are, am I correct with this? You're seeing a lot of multiple, multiple tours. Uh, in Vietnam, I think, I don't never heard of anybody more than four tours, and they were the exception. That's probably almost the case now, isn't it, that, Anita, now you're finding deployments to Iraq, Afghanistan, and you're getting numbers of, you know, three, four, and five uh Deployments is that correct? Yes, that that is correct. Um, so oh. we um, we try to help everyone that knocks on our door, um, and many many of them, of course, with severe PTSD. You know, mm. um, but my organization mainly focuses on the survivor of the fallen. You know, yeah. which they also bear a sense of PTSD as well, you know. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anita, that's a, uh, is a, is a Purple Heart recipient, uh, and uh, the uh, trauma of that, and we know, we recognize that we are the blessed side of that uh, KIA side of the uh, report uh, given out after a conflict and after a battle, and uh, we sadly 
most of us that have been wounded, we know of so many other individuals that weren't as lucky as we were and the guilt that we feel. And as we came back, we uh, I'm still reaching out to perhaps my very best friend uh, that I lost back in February 8th of 1968, uh, Bill Harrington. And uh, he never got to meet his daughter and marry his then-to-be wife. But uh, circumstances precluded that. And uh, and he was out of South Paris, Maine. And it just, it still is a pain in my heart to have lost that dear friend and then his family. And I've reached out to that daughter and uh, to that wife trying to uh, resurrect that that they lost. And it's wow. a tragedy. Yeah. yeah it's a tragedy. And, and, and those are scars that, you know, um, make us see life different in, in a different way. And unless yeah. you're affiliated um, to a person that you've lost, or, or a friend, um, many folks don't understand what it is to, uh, to bear that pain and take it with you. It's, it's engraved in your heart. So, Anita, how did you start this? What, in these two years ago, what was it that spurred you to say, I think there's something that needs to be done and I can do it? What was that that, that brought you to, to, that, to that point? Well, um, as you recall, on our last interview, um, I dealt with, I was the um, program manager for casualty and mortuary affairs for Installation Management Command. Yeah. Um, and I, I was seeing a lot of, um, although I was on, on the military funeral honors burial site of the house, it was under the survivors outreach, the Army's. Survivors Outreach Services. So I would come across many of the survivors. And there was, for example, for a uh, parent, we, there, I don't think the government um, or the VA has any services as far as mental health for, for parents. They do have for survivors, and even at that, we see survivors and we assist survivors because some of the appointments are quite, you know, sporadic, like perhaps maybe um, once every month. And if you're trying to heal from, um, you know, uh, move on uh, from, from the death of, of your loved one, you know, one time a month is not enough. So that's where we step up to the plate. But going back to the question that you asked me, you know, we just I just felt that there was... Um, uh, and, and uh, you know, an inconsistency and a disconnect um, for for the survivors. And, and, yeah. and we have a, um, I would say that many of the referrals that I get um, are are for our survivors and parents and and moms and and dads. You know, and that's who we yeah. try to help. You know, I don't think there was a, I think probably the movie that uh, I certainly rec- uh, re- relate back to, and that was that movie with uh, Kevin Bacon, that uh, Taking Chance, and I uh, oh. still to this day, it just tears my heart out to see the, uh, you know, the individual that prepared uh, Chance, and um, the love and the respect that was given to him, as well as, of course, the uh, honor guard, but uh, uh, Anita... 
God bless your efforts. I mean, I know you're a Christian base, and I'm so proud of what you do. Thank you. All right. Now, Anita, why don't you tell us, I know you just had an event, didn't you, this last weekend? Oh, yes, we did. Well, tell us about it. Well, we had our first um, annual casino fun night fundraiser, and it was a success. Of course, it was in, due in large part to the impeccable generosity and continued support from our local businesses and individuals you know, showing great acts of kindness in support of our military families and survivors um, of our fallen. And so um, I would like to say and convey to the donors and those sponsors that participated on Saturday that the money donated is valued and will be used, of course, um, 100% to those families and survivors in need. And, And, of course, we look forward to having them again next year, you know. Now, did you also have uh, an auction going on? We had a silent auction going on as well. Um, That was a lot of fun. And so we brought in some some money um, on the silent auction. And I also had, remember I had mentioned that I perhaps I shouldn't have um, a survivor speak. Well, I did have someone, and um, she's um, a very nice uh, lady, a remarkable lady. And um, she, um, she had a captive audience when she was talking about the death of her husband. It was very touching. Um, I was actually in tears by the end of, you know, her speech. But, you know, one of the things that she mentioned that I have experienced with survivors is that sometimes the one thing that they would like is just a hearing, you know, just someone to hear them. Yeah. Um, yeah. and just listen. That's Definitely. all they want. And it was so touching because many of my survivors, you know, when I talk to them on the phone, we spend two and three hours, and all they want to do is just for you to listen to them. And, uh, yes. well, that was very touching, you know. Wow. So, now, uh, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, I was just going to say we had lots of food and, and music and games <laughs> all right all right yeah. did you uh put that hundred dollars on that number we could come up with uh, before the uh <laughs> did we win <laughs> all right well uh i need to tell us about the uh, i think one of the biggest things here is you have an army 10 miler coming up is that correct oh yes we have uh, the army 10 miler is hosted by um the army uh, military district of washington and it's the only race that um, starts and ends at the Pentagon. And, of course, all the proceeds go to benefit the, the soldiers. This year it is the 31st Army 10-miler um, oh. with over 35 registered runners. 35 and or 35,000? 35, 35,000. Yes, Ooh, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 35,000 runners, yes, and it will be on October the 11th. And so my uh, nonprofit, my uh, Military Families and Survivors First, will have a tent, a HUA tent, and it's going to be set up in the HUA tent area. In this area, it features all the U.S. military commands and the units from around the world and promoting their Army spirit and, and their mission. 
Um, and so the runners and the spectators, they have an opportunity to interact with, with the soldiers um, and enjoy the festive displays and the music and the goodies and other activities that the Hua tents have to offer. Wow. That's, yeah. That's, that sounds like it's going to be uh, yeah, one big so party. I'm really looking forward to it because this year... Uh, my daughter and her attorney friends from Cozen O'Connor, uh, a large U.S. law firm based in Center City, Philadelphia, will team up with uh, our survivors to uh, to run in support of uh, of them. You know, so that's going to be exciting. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, Anita, uh, it was a pleasure having you on this segment of the show. Uh, uh, again, I can't uh, thank you enough. Uh, you have a fine organization, and, and stay in touch this way. When those events come up, we can uh, put them on the air and get more people involved, more than 35,000. I don't know about that, but we'll, we'll give it a good try. <laughs> now, Anita, is there anything you'd like to uh, mention before close? Well, um Thank you for having me again. You guys are great. And um, just to say that our military survivors need um, our continued support, and we can only do this uh, because of donors that help us out. So please visit um, our website at www.militaryfamiliesandsurvivorsfirst.org. All right. And thank you so much for having me. Once again, thank you. And we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. 
That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. On this segment of this uh, last part of this hour, uh, we're going to have Brett Dick, founder, president of operations for Warriors for Freedom Foundation. Uh, and I tell you what, this uh, we've been around together for quite a while, haven't we, uh, Brett? Well, Gary, thanks for having me on this morning, and uh, you're exactly right. It's uh, <laughs> we you you knew us when we were first first. I mean, just this Warriors for Freedom was a twinkle in our eye, and and. Uh, <laughs> uh, in 2000, late 2011, and finally got uh, became a 501c3 in January of 2012, and, and we've been going strong ever since. Wow! You know why? Why don't you why don't you refresh uh, our listeners as far as what Warriors of Freedom Foundation is all about? Sure. What we are is we're a resource that's dedicated to supporting and improving mental and physical services to our nation's military heroes and their families through the use of outdoor, indoor and outdoor activities. So uh, we basically have now shifted into what we consider unconventional therapy. Uh, we basically just build the platform uh, through these events so that we can provide a free day for our uh, veterans and or their families to just come and um, associate with other veterans uh, that have served in combat and know exactly some of the uh, things that go on um, with with being deployed and being in combat grounds and some of the both mental and physical stressors that uh, these guys relate to. So we just try to get them together. We, we introduce them in an atmosphere that's calm and collective and uh, something they already enjoy. So if they enjoy fishing, then they're, they're going to be at ease. If they enjoy, you know, hunting, same kind of thing. Uh, we don't have a, 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 hey, come here and tell us all your problems session. We're more of just providing them with a free day and letting it come naturally. And that's where that unconventional therapy comes in, where we just kind of allow them to talk with other veterans, get them introduced, and uh, bring them back to multiple events. And then from there, uh, they help each other. Because if there's one thing a veteran's going to do, that's before himself, is help another veteran. That's true. Boy, that's true. Oh, that's oh. said it. Wow. Yeah. Brett, yeah. Where, do you, where do you hold the events typically? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the hunting and the fishing are in ge- different geographical areas. Is that a correct statement? Yes, absolutely. Um, obviously, if you're going to, like this weekend, we have a hog hunt. Uh, so that's going to be in... Uh, Purcell, Oklahoma, then if we do fishing, it's more farther down in the southern part of the state of Oklahoma. Uh, we actually do some fishing in, out of Houston as well. Um, and then we do a few events in Louisiana in the Baton Rouge area. Uh, so we, we, wow. we are starting to slowly sprinkle out a little bit, but uh, still keeping the reins tight into the Oklahoma area where we are uh, most, most of our events take place. Wow. Uh-huh. You know, I want. I always want to know how you schedule between the tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, you know, tornadoes and earthquakes. I, I remember we, when you. We've when got we, them all. I think, yeah, <laughs> before we, uh, uh, you know, when we get, just got to know each other, um, you had an event that was going to happen, and then a, a tornado came. Uh, you know, I, I'll never forget that. Uh, and you guys just hung in there. It, nothing ever hit around you, though, did it? Your area. No, no. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, okay. and, and growing up here, 
you, you've learned to read the signs. And now, actually, the way that it's getting, I mean, they tell you by the street where it is and oh, really? where they predict it's going to come down. And, yeah, so it's it's really about all of us. It's normal to us to just know, hey, it's it's that time of year. Conditions are always favorable. And be sure and keep your eye on the TV or uh, on the radio to hear if they're building. And you just have to, you just have to plan ahead sometimes. All right. Now, why don't we get to the events? I know uh, you're the only organization that has them going on, a couple of them every month. And um, uh, why don't we go and touch on uh, those those events starting? I think you have one coming up, what, the first one is July 25th? Yeah, yeah. Well, from yeah, from today, we actually had two on Saturday where we had we took guys to a boxing event. Uh, it's a VIP type event where we have and, and they get to eat and they sit front, they sit ringside. Uh, we also have started a women's warrior program. And so wow. we are starting to work with women that served overseas as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we had, we had a day out for them. This was all on last Saturday, but, uh, yeah. So coming up this Saturday, we, uh, we're having a hog hunt. It's at a place called Hog Wild. It's, it's a high fenced area. And, um, we, we get them up, set them up in blinds. So our guys that are, that are physically wounded, uh, we're able to get them where they can wheel right into a blind and be ready to go uh, when when uh, the evening sets. And then, uh, uh, so it's not quite like some of the others where you're chasing them around and walking in fields and you got dogs and the whole thing. Uh, this is a little more controlled environment, which we, we prefer. Wow. Um, wow. So, yeah, so that'll be this weekend. Right. And it's always a lot of fun. The folks out there that own that, they, they give it to us completely free. It's it's. Uh, it's just incredible that, that they would offer that to us and they do that. So um, I certainly like to plug them because uh, not very not very many events are completely free. Generally, we get a reduced rate, but, you know, they can't right. just give it away all the time. So uh, this That's is true. one of those few times, so it's great. All um, right. but, but then we, we have one weekend off after that before we start running the gamut uh, through through the middle of October. And so on the uh, 6th, on Thursday the 6th, we have a Celebrating Our Heroes. And what we've done with this is we partnered with NorthCare. And what NorthCare does here for us in Oklahoma is they work with the Oklahoma Diversion Program, the Oklahoma County Diversion Program. So we have a program here in Oklahoma. Uh, we actually have one in Tulsa and one in Oklahoma City, both similar but not the same. And basically, so if, if you're kind of a habitual um, non-felony type crime, uh, then you can go to a class and you can, it's a, it's a six month class that you have to go to in order and complete all everything that you need to do for your rehabilitation. And then they will mark that off your record and there will be no time served following that. So it's wow. a good thing because most of the time wow. what they're finding is, is these guys that are habitual offenders, they're all based off of the same things, usually drugs and alcohol and, uh, oh. which is usually based upon combat stressors. So right. they're able to find out and get to the root of some of these issues, and it's been very successful. This is year two, and it's uh, it's been overwhelming, and, and we go every other week to the graduations, and you just it just puts a smile on your face to see somebody that rather than spending that time in jail, they're spending it getting better and getting healthy. All right. So, well, Brett, uh, Brett, we only have a couple minutes. Let's fit in those last two. I know you have on one on August 8th and August 22nd. Uh, we want to get those in before we uh, before yeah, they cut us yeah. off. <laughs> sure. Well, well, on August 8th, we've got a Strongman Warrior Contest, and uh, that's going to be uh, just 
Uh, basically, it's an evening event. It's from 8 p.m. to midnight, and that's going to be a great event where they do a long workout, and they do it all to raise money for us. And then on the uh, 22nd, we've got Warriors at Winter Creek, which is the golf uh, The golf course is only charging $22, and uh, all those proceeds are going to us. So they are basically letting all their clientele come in and play the course. It's a, it's a private course, and playing it, and for $22, they're going to give us the donations and we're, we're really happy about that. And the 22 meaning to help our remembering the 22 campaign uh, of the 22 veterans that commit suicide every day. So we're, we're really honored to be working with those guys at Winter Creek. All right. Well, Brett, it was an honor having you back on the show with us. And again, when uh, I know that you'll be having more scheduled events coming up, uh, let's work together on this. And that way we can hopefully get more people to uh, get to these events. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, again, once again, it was a pleasure having you on the show, and uh, uh, we'll we'll talk to you very, very soon. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Gary. Right. Have a great well, thank day. Thank you. Best to you, Dick. You too. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand, twenty four seven, on the American Heroes Network Radio dot com. And yes, you can hear every one of our archived shows right off your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the very best information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, you're Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 